0: Virtual Assistant Podcast, episode number 27. Entertaining, educational, and encouraging content that makes a difference. This is GSPN.TV. Join the community. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Virtual Assistant Podcast. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. This is the podcast devoted to how to help you, the small to medium-sized business owner, become more proficient, more effective, and more profitable in your business by learning how to delegate more effectively to a virtual assistant and answering your questions and all that good jazz. And I am so glad that you guys are back for yet another week of me talking endlessly into a microphone. My friends, today I'm going to talk to you about my own journey, something that I have done this week. And I, I realized that you know there are a lot of you listening to this podcast who are also podcasters. That's right. I happen to know this because a lot of you found out about the show initially because I announced that I was going to launch it on the podcast, Answer Me On podcast. And so I want to share with you something that's radically changed how I'm producing my shows, and uh, some thoughts of things that I might even do in the future. Uh, now, I al- I'm always afraid to to put out ideas that you know that I'm suggesting that would be more efficient and help you eventually become more profitable, but cost money up front and all, all this other good stuff, blah, 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 right? But I'm, I'm going to tell you nonetheless of something that I recently did uh, as... As recent as two or three days ago, and something that I've been thinking about uh, that I should do, and that I could, or that I could do, and that I should do, and and the whole deal here is when when you tell somebody something that you could do and you should do, all of a sudden there's this label or, or this level of. Um, Oh, I guess maybe um, accountability that, that says, you know, it's like, are you, are you a hypocrite? Do you really think it's going to be helpful if you do that? Then why aren't you doing that yet? All right. So let me explain to you what I'm talking about. First, I'm going to talk about the thing that I have done. And that is I recently moved my show notes back to Google Docs. All right. Now, Google Docs is something that I've talked about in the past. we talked about, you know, the top ten, you know, the top tech tools to help you uh, to effectively uh, collaborate with your virtual assistant, and, and Google Docs is one of the tools. Now, if you're not aware of this, um, Google Docs has had some changes. Not, I mean, there's something that's happened within the last couple months. Uh, they've made some changes. One of the things that happened was they brought some new functionality. To Google Docs. Some functionality that originally started out in this product called Google Wave that allowed for real-time collaboration. And uh, one of the neat little benefits of of, uh, Google Docs is that you can have a Google Doc and share it with other people. And as other people are in the same document as you, you can actually see what they're doing. You can Uh, see their cursor, it's got a little, you know, if they're typing, it's got a little thing where it says their name so that you can see who's typing. Uh, If they're highlighting something, you can see them highlighting it. You can see them copy. It's all in real time. Um, You could have five different people in the same document, all five of you typing up and adding, you know, things here and there, and you can see it all happening in real time. It's really cool. Although that in and of itself, I mean, I could see where that could be beneficial, But the thing is, is that I was having some issues with Google Docs as my show notes and sharing those documents with other people a long time ago with the older version, and I had moved away from Google Docs. And the problem was, is that if I had created a doc and somebody else was in the document, and then I was in the document, sure, you know, we could both edit that document, and, and it didn't bother me that I couldn't see them in real time. The problem is, though, is there was an issue where sometimes when I would actually go and save my changes and because that other person was in the document or had been in the document, when I went to save it, it would say, I'm sorry, server is unreachable. Please try this again later. And of course, all the changes were there, and it's like, and I couldn't save it. And so the only thing I could do is I'd have to highlight all the changes that I made. And sometimes I was editing something; I wasn't just adding. I was editing. So I had to actually take the entire document, and I would want, you know, need to copy and paste it, and then uh, I would actually have to open the document again, and hope that if I, you know, my virtual assistant or or somebody else, one of my co-hosts, if they were editing this document. Then, then if they made changes from the when I was making changes, I might lose something. It it just got really painful, and so I just moved away from it for a while. Um, so when I saw that this new functionality was built in, I saw that it's more robust, and I haven't had a single issue with multiple people in it, and never has there been an issue of it being saved. And and with it, seeing everything in real time, it's really nice. Another function that they've added is that sure you can see each other in real time but if you look if somebody else is in the document you'll see it says for example I see right now it says Andrea is viewing and so I can click a little drop down and and it pushes the document over to the left a little bit and it gives me a chat window and I could literally chat with Andrea while working on the document and so you know before you know with like a Google Wave we'd have to actually chat inside of the document or pull up another Google Wave over to the side. It got very complicated. It, it seems like they've taken the functionality of what was in Google Wave for the live collaboration and brought the best of that functionality into the new version of Google Docs, and so I'm using it. Now, let me explain to you what I was using before I was using this. I, I had moved to a thing called Carbon Fin Outliner, and Outliner was an application that was made for the iPad and for the iPhone, and they also had a web element involved as well. And basically, it was just this thing where you could just put like you could create an outline. You could add a, a title, and then you could put little notes, little subnotes that are attached to that main point. And I was having all of my co-hosts, you know, put a title of a story item, and then a little little description with a URL in the subnote on that. And I would record our shows. You, you, you know, we would actually, you know, we would share this outline. And uh, we would add our notes to the shows, and then, at the end of the day, I was processing all the files, and then I would send an email to andrea and the and what I would do is I would actually say, "Okay, Andrea, here's the link to the file. Here's the title of the episode, and here are the show notes and then I would actually have to go in and copy and paste and and uh you know kind of type try to type something up. I didn't want just the you know just the name of a title and just a link. I wanted something a little bit more for the show notes, a little bit more conversational, a little dis- maybe a short one or two sentences to summarize the 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 topic that we discussed for the show notes. Uh specifically something that would be better for the Google, you know, search engine results and other well, not just Google, but other search engine results to kind of pick up on some of the text. So, um I didn't like how long it was taking me. For example, there might be like Business Tech Weekly, we have an entire hour long episode. And, you know, I might just have like five links and and really no description of what that is. And it was kind of a boring little set of show notes. Well, I decided to create a single Google Doc to rule them all. And I would actually put all of the shows on one Google Doc. And I would just put them in chronological order, starting with the You know, the newest episodes on top all the time and just push it back. And I invited all of my gspn.tv co-hosts into the doc and I invited my virtual assistant into the Google Doc. My friends, this is what happened this morning. I recorded at 8.30 this morning, we recorded Help, I Got a Mac, episode number, and I will tell you in just a second, episode 140. And as soon as we were finished, now the show notes we had been building and adding to all week long, the show notes were already written out. And and the, the idea was that the show notes in this Google Doc would always be written exactly in show prep. It would always be written in the way that we would want it to finally end up in the show notes on the website, including all the hyperlinks and everything. And... um so I said, you know, hey, I'd like to keep this format clean. This is exactly, you know, I want a bold, I want a bold headline, I want regular text, you know, no more than two paragraphs or so. And then if you have a hyperlink, make sure that it's short enough that it's not going to carry over to the next line. If it's if it if it's a longer URL, put, you know, click here for link and then hyperlink that text. You know, I want this to look really nice. I don't want to have to format anything when we're done. And the cool thing is is as we were recording I help I got a Mac. I just had the document open. And if Chris mentioned something in the show that wasn't prepared ahead of time, I was adding it as he was typing. If I added something during the show that wasn't prepared ahead of time, I could see that he was adding to the show notes. It was such a collaborative thing. And so by the time we finished recording that episode, I think it was about a 45-minute episode, I hit stop on the recorder I processed the file using Adobe Audition. I tagged the file and I uploaded it, and I simply went into that little section of the show notes, and I created a hyperlink to the MP three file. It only took about eight minutes for the file to upload, and I sent a note off to Andrea and said, "Andrea, help I got a Mac is ready to go. Show notes are in the in the in the document. By the time we recorded, before we hit the record button on social media serenity, My virtual assistant, Andrea, had already taken and published that podcast on the Help I Got a Mac site and tweeted out to our audience that Help I Got a Mac was available. I'm telling you, before I started the second show, the first podcast that I recorded today was already online. The same thing happened with Social Media Serenity. Now, the thing is, though, I got to get better at this. The other shows today... They have not been published online. It's not because the show notes aren't ready. It's because that every single show I've been running just a little bit late, uh, you know, because the shows have been going longer than I had anticipated. So I will say that after I'm done here, I do have, I'm going to have a total at the end of today, five shows to process all together. I have to run them all through Adobe Audition, tag them all and upload them. Be honest with you, that's not going to take a very long period of time at all i'll I'll batch process all of that. i'll I'll be matter of fact, I'll clean out my inbox while I'm doing it. I'm thinking a total of thirty to forty minutes maximum is all it's gonna take me. and they'll all be uploaded. And I'll just send off a note to saying saying to Andrea, all the shows are ready for you to the rest of the shows are ready for you to publish. The thing is, though, when I would get to this place where I am today and I might be four or five shows behind, The problem I had before is there were shows where, you know, we didn't have a whole lot in the show notes prepared ahead ahead of time and a lot of it was just, you know, thought up and ad-libbed at the very last minute and every single time that happened, I would have no clue at the end of the day all the things we talked about in Family from the Heart or all the things we talked about in Business Tech Weekly. And I was just losing so much valuable information that could have been included in those shows. And so I would sit there and I would actually have to kind of listen through some of the podcast just to get a feel for the things that we talked, It's like, oh yeah, we talked about that, oh, I need to go look for a link for that, okay, let me go look up the link, and bring it all, but it was just taking up so much time, so literally at the end of the day, sometimes it was taking me an, an extra three hours, two to three hours to get just all of this done, because it's not one of my favorite tasks to do, and to be honest with you, I would allow myself to get distracted easily, and so uh, long story short, it'd be nine 10 o'clock at night, because I would break and go have dinner and come back and do it later, which, of course, doesn't aid the memory process into what we talked about. So, you know, by 10 o'clock at night, I send this over to my virtual assistant, and the shows are getting posted on Friday. Not a huge problem, but it's not exactly what I was hoping to do initially. So, the show notes here, I know for a fact, just, you know, even with me being behind today... I know that as soon as I'm done uploading these, I don't have to worry about coming up with show notes. They're already properly, perfectly formatted, ready to go, and I am so glad to be back to using Google Docs in this way, and it is working perfect today. Now, that's the things that I've done to already increase my efficiency, and um, Andrea has already told me she loves it. This is working for her. It's working for me, and my audience is obviously loving it because they're getting their content Next, all, I mean, almost immediately, and eventually I'm going to figure out a way to get it immediately. Here's the other thing that I should do, all right? And, and folks, this, this is where I, Cliff's going to be a little bit of a hypocrite because I know better than what my mind is thinking, all right? Here's what I need to do. I need to get Andrea a copy of Adobe Audition 2.0. Or 3.0. I need to get her a copy of Adobe Audition 3.0 so that she can have it on her computer. All right. And I also need to, you know, get her some uh, MP3 tagging software. Which, by the way, she uses a PC, so it, there's there's a free solution for that. Uh, so I need I need to train her. And so here here's what I am going to tell you what I think should be my next step with Andrea. All right. Uh, I, I Okay. And you know what? The thing is, is, is training her is not the big thing. It's, it's just whether or not I'm, am I going to spend another $349 for this software, which I have an idea. If I'm not mistaken, because I don't... Oh, I can't say that, can I? Actually, I can say this. Okay. I, <laughs> I'm thinking of what I can and I can't say. Uh, what I can say is that I've purchased Adobe Audition for the PC twice. So... I have no intentions of ever using Adobe Audition, my completely fully paid for version of Adobe Audition 3.0 that's on my Windows XP desktop machine. I also have it on my MacBook laptop running in Parallels. So I have it in both places. But I have no intention of using it on my desktop ever again. And I believe I can have Andrea install the software on her system and and then have her give I can give her my product key that I that I paid for for that particular system and it will transfer the license over to her system and I just won't be able to use that software on my on that desktop anymore which again I I don't ever plan on using a PC again in my life personally anyway but anyway um so I so it's not even going to cost me another three hundred and forty nine dollars but here's the situation if it did cost me another three hundred and forty nine dollars. Here's, here's the thing I've got to get into my head. I have to drill this into my head. It's worth $349 to buy Andrea the software, okay? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say that again, and I'm not saying this for you, okay? I'm saying this for myself. Cliff, if, it did, if you weren't able to transfer the license, it would be worth another $349 to get Andrea the software. Why? Because the amount of time... And energy that it would save me would be well worth the cost of the $349 one time. All right? And here's why. Let me tell you my new process. Andrea, are you listening to this? I know that you're not in the live chat room right now. But Andrea, I imagine might listen to this episode. And uh, and uh, I need to, matter of fact, I'm going to just write myself a note. Uh, actually, no, I'm not. I'm going to write Andrea a note. And so here and by the way this is how I work throughout the day so I hope you don't mind. I'm actually starting an email right now sending it to Andrea and I'm going to put on here please bug me about this on on Monday. And I'm going to and and so you guys get a feel for this Andrea I am recording episode what is this 27? Episode 27 of the VA podcast right now. I have decided that I would like to uh, work with you to install Adobe Adobe Audition 3.0 software on your computer, and I will train you how to process to process my audio files using it as well as how to tag my .mp3 files for upload to Libsyn can you please schedule a 90 minute consult between you and i for monday to do this all right so there you go and um so there we go so i'm just going to go ahead and send that on over to andrea and guess what i am not going to be a hypocrite i am going to do it by golly i am going to do this all right so let me tell you what's going to happen uh what's going to happen is from starting next week starting next thursday this is what's going to happen both andrea and i have dropbox right so both andrea and i have Dropbox, and what I'm going to do is we're already going to have the show notes under control. So help I get a Mac, guess what's going to happen? Help I get a Mac, we're going to record the episode, and um, and then when we're done, the show notes are already done, the MP3 file's on my recorder, and get this, I am simply going to take the MP3 file off of my recorder, and I am not even going to rename the file. Not even going to rename the file. I am simply going to drop that file in the Dropbox. That's it. I'm just going to drop it into the Dropbox that I share with Andrea. Andrea will then immediately, you know, once it's uploaded, it will download into Andrea's computer system. Andrea will then open up the file. Listen, to, she'll preview the file to find out what uh, podcast episode it is. Actually, no, she'll open. And this, by the way, this is how I'm going to train her. Um, she'll open up the file. In Adobe Audition, I will have I will have already helped her set up the multi-band compressor preset. So she'll run the multi-band compressor over it. She'll click play at the very beginning to find out what the episode number is, and she'll know my naming scheme is H-I-G-A-M. And then three-digit number, hyphen the name of the podcast uh, dot MP3. The MP3 has to be lowercase. It's very important for the way that I have things set up with a certain plugin that I use. Um, and so, basically, um, she will do that. She she will process the file, then she will tag the file the same way that I personally would tag the file. Which the podcast images are going to be easy because I already keep my podcast images in my Dropbox folder. So she's going to have access to that, and then she will upload the file to Libsyn. She will then publish the site. I won't have to do anything. In fact. Once I hit stop on the recorder and drag that file over to the Dropbox folder, I'm done. I'm done, and it, and you know what? It doesn't matter if all of a sudden the next show I'm running a couple minutes late because by golly, as soon as as soon as um you know I'm done with a file, I just upload it, and it only takes about eight or nine minutes for that file to upload. It's gonna be done. It's gonna be great. Um, I'm I'm pretty much gonna be to the point where if I can if I do that if I do that, literally, a 40-minute show will take me 42 minutes to produce. And a 50-minute a show will take me 52 minutes to produce. Because the rest of the post-production, Andrea will be doing for me. I love, I, I'm so excited. I just decided to do that. I, I, you know, the, and, and by the way, Folks, re—you know why did I just sit there and go through this process with you guys? This is me thinking out loud. this The, the fact is, and by the way, I, I do, I'm not going to have to buy the software again. I already know for a fact because I know I'll be able to transfer the license right over to her. Even if I didn't, I have to understand it's worth... It's worth it for me to buy the $349 software for Andrea to have on her system so she can do this for me. Because, my friends, this is going to save me. This is going to save me no less than two to three hours of work overall for me every single week. And, friends, my hours are worth $150. So $150 an hour times three. I'm not great at math, but I think that's four hundred and fifty dollars. Do you think it's worth me saving four hundred and fifty dollars each week? So, you know, if, if you think I'm gonna save that amount of money as far as opportunity cost of my time each week, three hundred and forty nine dollars and I'm having a hang up over paying that for software, hmm, doesn't make so much sense to uh, to do that. So yeah. There you go. That, that That's exactly, and of course, how did I communicate that? You know, I, I basically, the thought came to my mind. Here's another process. The thought came to my mind. I immediately pull up an email. You know, bug me about this on Monday. Please set, you know, please. you heard me. Please schedule some time. Block this out. Make this happen because, you know what? If I say, you know what? That's a great idea. I'm eventually going to get to that. It will never happen or may likely never happen. But when I say, Andrea... I want you to go ahead and block this time out and set this time aside. And and by golly, you know, if it's on my calendar, I will be there. I don't miss appointments. And so therefore, you know, we're gonna make this happen. We've got 90 minutes. It's only gonna take us 60. I know that I've given us an extra 30 minutes. I'm gonna walk through. I'm gonna give you step by step. And there is absolutely no reason I need to control this anymore. There is absolutely no reason. I need to be involved in the processing of my own files. Absolutely none. Zero reason at all. The only thing that was holding me back, I'm not kidding you, it's so stupid. The only thing that's been keeping me from doing this up to this point is the idea, the mental block that I would have to pay another $349 for software that I've already paid $349 for twice. Twice. But uh, even if I had to pay it, it'd be worth it again. My friends, do you struggle with giving things to your virtual assistant? Are there is there specialized software that you use that that you're still doing those repetitive Tasks that you don't like to do, you know, something that would take your virtual assistant if you train them how to do it. And if they were the type of uh, go getter, you know, they're task oriented and they can do things. uh, I can guarantee you what takes me two to three hours to do will take Andrea an hour and 25 minutes because she's not going to let herself get distracted by a billion other things like I do. And if she does, guess what? She will only bill me during the times that she's actually working on it. And if she comes back to it later, it's fine. You know what? The thing is, is the, the fact is, is, is it still may be on Friday that sometimes it gets done. You know, it, it may occasionally work out that where, you know what? I didn't give her the files in the Dropbox early enough. And so, therefore, it still may wait until Friday morning. The fact is, is I still didn't have to do any of it Thursday night myself. Instead, I'm upstairs having dinner with the family or hanging out with the kids as soon as they get off the school bus or whatever the case may be. Or they, I don't think they ride the school bus anymore. I, th- I think Stephanie's picking them up. See, I don't even know this. I should know if my kids are riding the school bus or if my wife picks them up now. But I don't because I'm still down here working when they get home. So, yeah. that So that's how it works. This is how the process works. So I wanted to, to you know, I, I didn't plan on that. That, that was totally, you, you got to see that. I was just going to tell you how Andrea has radically changed, you know, having Google Docs and more effectively communicating through a Google Doc instead of, you know, through the way I was doing show notes before has already increased my ability to get shows out faster and to to take, you know, a whole lot of work off of me. And man, I can't wait until next week when, you know, Andrea has been taught how to do those things and, and it's pretty much hit stop and boom, I'm done. I don't have to do any of that other stuff anymore. (sighs) I, I'm, I'm already excited about next week. So I can't wait. Andrea, I've got more work for you to do, uh, which is fine. And by the way, Andrea has finished working on, um, another thing. In fact, check this out. This is not on my show notes. So, uh, I'm going down to my show notes here for this particular podcast. What is this podcast? This is Virtual Assistant Podcast episode number 27. And uh, Andrea finished. And I probably should just pause here. Um, In fact, I will. And there I am back. And I apologize for um, some of my crazy thinking outside of the box stuff here going on. But anyway, um, so here's the deal. Um, Basically, I gave Andrea my... Uh, video training tutorial called "Evaluating Your Podcast." This is, I believe, it's either it's either two hours or two and a half hours. I can't remember how long it is. But what I did is I took this this. Training or this um, evaluation process that I used to get paid for or used to uh, do for clients. In fact, I still have it available if people want to do it. Although um, I encourage people just to buy the video training product for a hundred dollars instead of paying me three hundred dollars for the service. But some people still do pay the three hundred dollars because they get you know the the ability to have the conversation with me about the the evaluation. But anyway, I have approximately almost one hundred different things that I look at when I look at a podcast and I go through those things with clients and and share them you know here here are some things that you can do to maybe improve your site and here's some things that you're doing extremely well here's some things that you know here's an opportunity for you to build stronger relationships with your audience and and I go through their website I go through their their iTunes listings their feedback ratings I go through their MP3 file I listen to it I look at the MP3 tags I mean I go through everything and, uh, and then I give them an evaluation why well, I created this tutorial where I show people exactly all the things that I'm looking at and why why I'm looking at what I'm looking at you know why am I looking at them what does this mean for you how could this help you improve things you know is this right or is this this or is this item not right for you here are the here's how you would know and so I, I went through and created a lot of valuable information. So what Andrea did, what I had, what I did is I asked Andrea, I said, I would love to turn this into an ebook. I think there's great material there that could be repurposed into an ebook, but I just won't have really a desire to sit down and write the, I don't have a desire to write it all down. I mean, it took me forever just to come up with the outline of all the things I wanted to just talk about randomly off the top of my head. So here's what happened. I gave her access to the, you know, the full, you know, two plus hour uh, tutorial And what she did is she farmed it out to somebody else over at Contemporary VA. Which, by the way, Contemporary VA is the sponsor of this podcast, and I want to say thank you to Contemporary VA for being the sponsor of every single episode of this podcast. And they've renewed their contract, and it's totally awesome. If you're looking for a virtual assistant, uh, I am extremely pleased with the service that I have from Andrea and Contemporary VA. And so, basically, one of the benefits of Andrea is that she did she you know it's not one of her favorite things to do to sit down for two plus hours. Actually, for more than that, because they have to listen to a lot of things. They have to back it up and you know go back over and over again to get every single word. But anyway, transcription is not one of her favorite things to do. So what I did is um, she actually farmed it out to somebody else at Contemporary VA that does transcription. That's one of the things they love to do. So they that person went through and watched my entire video. I don't know how long it took them. Uh, Andrea told me, but uh, I, I didn't pay much attention. It, it probably took about four or five Maybe even six hours. Not a big deal. I have a retainer for 30, so not a, not a huge draw on my time. In fact, I asked them, you know, do, have a, have her do three this week and three next week and three hours this week, breaking it up, kind of uh, budgeting out that time. Anyway, um, once the file was, comp- once the entire thing was completely transcribed, there's just this massive, massive document of text, I mean, it's just full-on transcription, no formatting. It's just full-on text. Then what Andrea did is I, I gave her a, I, I gave her a budget of a number of hours each week that I would like her to work on this project. She actually took that transcript, and she pulled the videos up, and she watched the videos, and then she says, okay, Cliff obviously meant this to be a section, this to be a section, and she broke it into logical sections, and 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 she made headlines and kind of like chapter titles. And then she wrote, matter of fact, she created chapters and she created topics and then wrote about those things based upon the transcript was there, edited it for more reading flow purposes. And not only that, but when there's a visual representation uh, from the video, she took screen captures and put it in, in line with the documentation. So basically what I have now is I have a if I let me just see if I just double click this here, it should open up. She did it in Microsoft Word it looks like. It's in a docx format. Anyway, it is opening right now with pages on my computer and I'm going to tell it not to review the changes. Here's what I have. I have a 47-page document that is it's already ru- it, it is a complete rough draft of my first ebook and i'm so delighted i and, and by the way and what i'm what i plan on doing is i plan on taking i i plan on scheduling a weekend away and i'm going to take an entire weekend and um i am going to go in and actually i'm going to probably give it a different title than evaluating a podcast but i'm going to you know you know the you know what you need to think about when it comes to your podcast. So Anyway, I'm going to come up with some other way of talking about it, and I'm going to take a look at all the content that's in there, and I'm going to categorize it into part one, part two, part three, or whatever. You know, your website, your MP3 file, your listing in iTunes, marketing your podcast, uh, building relationship, building community, whatever the case may be. I'm going to break it into logical sections, and then I'm going to probably copy and paste, move things around, and I'm going to write it in a more, you know, personal way. Uh, of course, I I say that she may have already done that for me, but it, I, I just skimmed over it and it looks beautiful. And my friends, this has all been done in the background. I haven't even, you know, I gave that task to her, um, I think it might've been a month ago or two months ago, uh, because I've actually, I, I asked her to budget the amount of times. I, I didn't want to take away from high priority tasks. This was a, one of my lower priority tasks, but here's what I have. I literally have an ebook. If I wanted to, I mean, it's rough draft. She said she was going to, you know, if you like, I can actually go through and do a complete reread of it, you know, complete new reread. And it would, in essence, I could release it as it is, but I'm not going to. I'm a perfectionist. I am actually going to go through and I'm going to turn it into something that I want it to be. And and I probably will spend another eight, maybe 10 hours On it that's in my mind what I'm thinking maybe another eight or ten hours on it maybe maybe two days you know maybe I'll be gone for two days but I'm just gonna go away for two days and I'm going to turn that thing into a totally awesome ebook and that's going to be available for sale. And I happen to know from good friends of mine who are into, you know, marketing digital products, I happen to know th- the value of this book. I happen to know the the way to market it. And in fact, I'm doing a webinar with Pat Flynn and he's actually going to talk about exactly this stuff. And uh, it's, it's the, called the Passive Income Strategy for Podcasters webinar. And, um, you know, I, I'm just very excited. Th- this is something literally up to this point, um, I have put zero. I have put zero time into, and I have, I don't remember what I said. Was it 47 pages? I have a 47-page 40, document that is a rough draft of my first ebook, and I've got zero time invested. I am absolutely loving this. Not to mention the fact that, guess what? If this goes extremely well, as I think it will, uh, I already have several other training products. Social Media 101, how I built my Brand Online. Probably will be the next one that I do. And I'm also in the process of working on another digital project. But here's the thing. My virtual assistant has been doing this for me in the background. In the background. Totally in her spare cycles. And again, I told you about that I think probably two weeks ago. I talked about the idea of spare cycles. The low priority tasks. The you know, I've got this bank of hours every single month that I have. In the event that you have a couple extra hours left over, you know, we spread it out. I want you to, you know, I'd love to have you work for me this many hours each week. If you got some extra hours, this is the project I want you to work on in that spare time. And now, just two months later, I am I am I'm that close. I'm literally that I can smell it. I can I can taste it. That first ebook is 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 just around the corner. All right. My friends, that is uh, 36 minutes already of me going on and on. I just wanted to share those couple things with you. I hope that you find this format, uh, you know, um, enjoyable. I love your feedback. Did you get anything out of this? I personally know that this, you know, the first part of this very heavily focused on podcasting and podcasters, and and if you're a podcaster, there's no doubt in my mind that you've gotten some ideas here, but. My question is, and, and by the way, I listen to several other podcasts, and one of my favorite podcasts is a show called ConnieAndSheilaTalk.com. And in fact, um, I'm going to put here a link mentioned in this show. Okay, so I added uh, a link to Connie and Sheila Talk.com. That's S-H-E-I-L-A, by the way. Anyway, they these are these are clients of mine who launched a podcast, and and I have a lot of clients that launch podcasts. And there are a couple that I will subscribe to, but there is one that I never miss, and it's Connie and Sheila's podcast. My friends, let me tell you, they are real estate investors, and their podcast is primarily focused with a a main emphasis on real estate investing. But I'll tell you what, I have no interest whatsoever, zero interest in real estate investing, but I never ever ever miss an episode of their podcast because I am always gaining valuable inspiration and and insights and principles and values that they basically talk about in their podcast that I easily can take and say you know what that this is how I can apply that principle or that value and you know what why is it that I like Connie and Sheila so much you know why do I like them well it's because of this I like how they do this I like how they handle that and I like how they do this and so while I may not be doing you know a real estate deal but what what I can do is I can take a lot of the things, the insights that I'm hearing that them talking about, some of their systems, some of their processes, the way that they actually think through things, and I'm able to apply those to to their to my own business. And so my question would be episode 27. Um, my question is this, would you be you know, my th- my process here of how today, I mean, I would love to know. How many of you out there listening to the virtual assistant podcast, uh, a podcast here, who have no podcast at all? You do not produce a podcast. You heard this episode and you found my thinking process of how I just delica- how I plan to delegate even an additional task of processing my files, not just up, not just posting them to the site, but actually processing them using Google Docs and that whole thought process. How many of you found that valuable? If you did do me this favor, would you go and to virtualassistantpodcast.com, again, virtualassistantpodcast.com, look for episode 27 and leave me a comment on this post. Say, Cliff, I have no interest in having a virtual assistant do podcasting for me, but I found this content valuable. Or, eh, not so much. Let me know in the comment section. I would like to know. Next week, I'm thinking about talking about some tips on how to um, how to help your virtual assistant help you with your email inbox. Uh, some tips using Google Apps and stuff like that. I know we talked about Google Apps before, but some specific steps, some t- some tips of how I do things. Are you interested in hearing about that? Let me know in the comment section of episode 27 as well. Again, I want to say thank you for listening. Of course, we want your questions, your comments, your feedback on our voicemail feedback hotline as well. 859-795-4067. Again, that's 859-795-4067. Thank you very much for listening. Until next time, join the community.